Fresh from Vermont, Chris and Chris. Mm. Vermont, Hello. Vermont, Hello. where people are a little poor and a little rich, but no <laughs> in between. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm great. It's the new year, Chris. It's the new me, blah, blah, blah. It's the new you. Oh, Chris. So we were in Vermont together, listeners. And uh, I was like, "Who? What's everyone's resolution?" And Chris's resolution was to uh, be grumpy. Yeah, he's like, "If you're gonna do it, do it. <laughs> you don't need to make a resolution. Just <laughs> do it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that just discounted everyone's resolution. Thanks, Chris, for saving yeah. that for last and calling yep. us all fools." Yeah, seriously. I, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> why? Why do we go into the new year? Like all like excited and 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 like things are gonna change and like you you we set ourselves up too high. I agree, Chris. And then everybody fails. Like why, I just, don't we, I, why don't we reverse it and just be like, oh, I'm gonna have the worst year ever. I'm not looking forward to this at all. And then when good stuff happens, you're like, hey, look at that. This this is great. I did learn to drive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I would just. I, <laughs> Instead of having like a dry January, just have like a fucking wet ass monsoon of a fucking January. <laughs> just be trashed. Yeah, just trash it up to start the year, and then like you they're know, like, here he goes again. That. It's yeah, they, yeah. Then you so yeah, you're sober, and they're like, wow, I think you know, are doing this all wrong. He really rebounded from that. Uh, yeah, that January of his. Yeah. It's also January. Nobody likes January. It's cold. It's miserable. It is parts of the country. Yeah, it's fucking the worst. It, I am looking out the window, and the sidewalk is the same color as the sky. Yes, exactly. No leaves on the trees. The, even the Christmas lights now look depressed. Mm-hmm. I fucking got rid of everything yesterday. I was like, I can't look at this shit. Tree went down. I did it like a fucking bandit in the night. Didn't tell anybody. They came home from work and school, and it was just the tree was in the fucking yard everything it's like i'm it's it's over it's all over yeah it's all these brown trees on the sidewalks now yeah uh it's just yeah it's just uh, like it's such a letdown after christmas and then we try to like boost ourselves back up i think we should just ride out the the misery of post it's like post christmas depression or yeah something. i have a post-christmas depression i yeah i, I just talked to it doesn't last about it, it. It, it it's whole it's three weeks to three months of build-up depending on who you are for christmas yeah and then it's like one day and you're like all right it's over presents are gone so do you, i mean that part of it doesn't make me that sad but i do because you got but new it, years to look like, forward it, to you know it's, it's like oh we got a little thing a little extra yeah i don't know like let's i was thinking maybe next year i'm not going to get into christmas at all so then it will be like every two years, like they do the Olympics now or whatever. <laughs> Good luck with that. I, I can't imagine you not getting into Christmas. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to be less into it. I'm not going to make a playlist. I'm not going to. your new resolution? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> My New Year's resolution is the same fucking resolution as every year, and I'm going to fucking get it. Although now it feels like, dep- it's like making me depressed that I haven't done it. So <laughs> the, I just feel like I got to learn how to whistle through my through my fingers like it's I'm, got, with you. I'm with you that's the only thing 
My my resolution was that and to get a uh, thank you card, which I'm gonna do. I'm doing okay. it today. So Here one are, resolution buddy. done. And then dry January. I mean, it's really let's be honest. A dry February is it's a shorter month. It's better for everyone. Better, yeah, yeah. Or okay. damp. What was it? I just heard some woman say she was gonna have like a damp January or something. Ugh. I was like, Jesus. Just a wet, wet <laughs> pussy. Moist, moist January. <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to squirt all month. <laughs> like if Jesus, like if you just, if you just want to drink, like how about just to try to drink in moderation, right? Maybe not try to be an alcoholic for a month. Maybe. Could Maybe, work. you know, like, can we just like moderation is actually good for you. So, you know, I don't know why that's always the, we always have to go to these extremes. That's what I don't understand about this whole fucking New Year's resolution shit, right? Well, like you set these unattainable goals. Like, I'm going to the gym every day. Maybe just start with once a week and yeah. build from there. Once a well, I mean, you do, know what I mean? Like, do start with that. Do that? If, you, if you feel like you got to go to the gym, at least just like, just like work your way into it. But people get, it's a, people's, the, 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 the nature of people and their mentalities and these whole thing. It's like, you're, you're, it's like, I, I feel like we just do, we do everything wrong and like dumb. Well, I don't know. I, the, do you think people really are like, I'm going to the gym every day? Yeah. I think some people are like, I got to really get in shape, you know, like I got to go every day or like all the time or something, you know? And then that's, they burn out. I think, cause you, it, that's not sustainable. Well, the uh, the gym thing. Hold on, Chris. Hold on a second. Sorry. The uh, the the gyms, like the gyms, they count on you to like to to sign up and burn out, right? Like they can't handle the velocity of people that are signing up right now. Sure. Right. There's too many. Yeah. Too many people, but yeah. they're like, it'll just be a crowded gym, maybe for a couple weeks, and then we got all these dipshits that are signed up, and they're they're counting on you to fail. But yeah. if you did your way and we're oh. like, I'm just going to do it once a week, then I'll just go to the gym once a week. Then everything will work out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't care about the fucking gyms making money. I want like, if people want to work out and get healthier, great. Good for them. But don't just think like this. It's, it's always like this extreme sort of mentality that everyone's like, Oh, this is the, what, you know, like just, just again, moderation, progression, just, just great. Make a goal, set a goal, but you don't have to sort of like, you know, go to be the, the, like the absolute extreme top of that goal right away from the, from the very beginning. You should write like your 10 commandments of, of uh, new years. Mm. You should be yeah. like moist January. Start there. <laughs> That's low cool. expectations and, yeah. and feel depressed. Start with a, start on the lowest rung of the lat. Like you've already fallen down the ladder. Yeah. The most of them are broken. Start right. there, and then yep. kind of piece your shit together throughout the year. And by the end of it, you'll be like, "Wow, I did it! I made it through a rough year." Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of being like, "This year's going to be fantastic," and then it's not, and you <laughs> and you don't go to the gym ever. Unfortunately, I feel like people would think it would be like like satirist then, and then won't take it seriously. Oh yeah, I still think you need to make the Ten Commandments though. I think so too. I, actually, I, I like that idea. I really like that idea because I think it's kind of a, a an easy one to do. I there's always that perspective. I guess maybe I always have that perspective of like it's just it's just like why don't we do, we always try to why can't we just try to do things a little like differently or a little different mentality and and it, um like m- maybe there's a maybe there's a there's a a lane there right like people need 
you know, with all these fucking self-help books and gurus and whatever else, these stupid influencers and stuff. Like, what if we stupid do this? Stupid gurus. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them. I hate gurus. Uh, <laughs> but then I'll become a guru. Yeah, be a guru. Be, but be I'll an anti-self-help guru. <laughs> I but like it's like, it. what, I, we gotta have like a title for it because it's like moderate help guru or something. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like a, like a sort of like, it's like a half-ass uh, a self-hurt guru? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's something there. There's a, there's, a, there's a name there probably for it that it's like, um, it's a little tongue-in-cheek, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, I don't know. We'll figure I, it out. I, I think we're good. Yeah. Can you write those, those commandments for the next show? I'll try. Okay, great. I really, I, I, listen, I, I'm not going to do all of them, Chris, because that would defeat my whole... Oh, thing. even better. Yes. Uh, yes. A hundred percent. Or maybe they, three. Yeah, three. Yeah. My Ten Commandments to start yeah. with. There, there aren't actually ten of them, you dipshit. Just, right now, there's three. We'll see how it goes. I would love that. Dude, this is great. You got to... Please, please do this. Please <laughs> okay. do it. We'll read them every year. <laughs> great. It'll be awesome. <laughs> I like that you get to grind your gears. I'm going to try whistling through my teeth still. Or whistling through okay. my fingers. Whistling through my teeth is you. Or what if, you're, what if one of your uh, resolutions is just something you already know how to do or you have already done? Great. You're like, my resolution this year is to learn how to drive stick shift. And then you're like, oh, I did it. Oh, great. I still See? know. Or if it's but just... You, a, you feel like you achieved something at, and you feel better about yourself. Or at this, you know, at this age, we're getting up there. Yep. Like maintaining the ability to do something is almost it's be, it's better than trying to learn something new. Like you still know how to like you still remember people's names or you like you still can like you know just do like a very simple thing. A t- a t- you know like I remember how to drive. I like yeah. you know yeah. I remember a birthday. Yeah, that's kind of what. Kind of what Kristen does. Her resolution every year is to put people's birthday into the calendar, which she's never done. <laughs> but it's basically just like planning ahead for forgetfulness. Right. right. I think that one's just setting yourself up for failure. Then you have all these birthdays in there. Then you, you got to wish people happy birthday, send cards. What are we doing? Yeah, just wish them a happy birthday. You don't have to send cards. But you're like, isn't that what Facebook does already? They're like, hey, it's someone's Yeah, birthday. but if you're not on Facebook or if you don't participate. Yeah. My wife has a whole like a like a uh, uh, calendar, like a notebook calendar, and she, I buy her one every year. And then uh, she just like she transfers all like the people's birthdays and stuff into it. Well, like, that's I mean, Jesus Christ, what is she like? Yeah, she's she's an over she's she's an overachiever. <laughs> having spent having spent three days with her, she's just <laughs> ach- overachieving on another level. I can't even I can't even fathom it. Like watching her at dinner, just hold it down, talking to strangers, basically. Like, talk, like she worked the room, like she was like getting married. It was like she got up, talked to people. Like, I'm like, you're always on, and at dinner always... that wasn't her. Yeah, she walked around. She went over and said hi to some. She went over and said hi to people. She was yeah. She's and then the next day gets up, cooks for twelve hours. Mm. Like nobody. Well, that was a, that was a big mistake on her part. <laughs> <laughs> I think she regretted that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's like, no one appreciated my fine dining, my fine. No, cooking. no, it's just that she was like, you know, she she made like breakfast and then she went right into making yeah, yeah. Know, her gravy and yeah. and pasta yeah. and like I think she 
Then she she realized she bit off more than she should have chewed. The day was done. The day was done, and she yeah. was just in the kitchen the whole time, which she kind of likes doing. But I think she wanted a little rest too. Yeah, because then we just went in and finished that fucking puzzle like a couple assholes. Yeah, we did. Man, what a rude move! I love it. There's like a hundred pieces left of a thousand piece puzzle, and you just walk into it and just finish it. Great. That's a New Year's resolution. Just finish other people's puzzles. I do it every year. <laughs> so I, do I. I literally did it last year too. <laughs> My I, wife always yells at me. She's like, "Don't you come in when I'm just about to finish this thing and help me?" Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I'll, I'm like the last two or three, I haven't. I just let her do the whole thing, no. and then she gets mad because she has to do the whole thing. No, no. Because at the end, I don't want to start anything. I don't want to do the border. I don't want to like, st- like, I don't like the way people like collect their little pieces of things they think might fit in little sections, and then it becomes this like, you're a puzzle piece Nazi. I just, I'm like, leave them out. Just leave them out and then find them. But don't try to make little nests of pieces. So then when it's down to like 100 pieces, then I just go into like my, like I go into Rain Man mode and I just organize them all by shape. Mm -hmm. And that is just shape finding. I'm not looking at colors at all. I'm just looking at shapes. And you could get on board or you could get the fuck out because it's like (laughs) those nests don't play in Shape Town. <laughs> Woo! Chris has got grinding his gears about puzzle pieces. Puzzle pieces. I love it. Yeah, I yeah. don't. You're right. Resolutions are dumb. Uh, I'll be whistling Dixie in no time. Um, which I'm not even sure what what Dixie is, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll be whistling it. Uh, and then you can teach me how to do it. What? Then you can teach me how to do it. I don't. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution. Oh, good Have God. Have learn something and then teach me. Yeah, to I got to teach something? Okay. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so, it's, so it's the new year. Uh, it's new gears. Happy new gears. Mm. Um, I, there's something that happened. A couple, uh, we like to talk about people who died. This is a good way to start our first uh, RIP of the year. He actually died last year, but we didn't do a show last week, even though we were in person. Yeah. But I wanted to. Uh, oh, we took it off. I wanted to extend my condolences uh, to uh, to Dick Smothers because he lost his brother Tommy Smothers. Um, I love the Smothers brothers. I love Tommy Smothers. Uh, I was. Uh, I grew up watching uh, the Smothers brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're serious. I'm serious. Right I I liked them as a kid. Like I really liked them. My grandmother liked them. Sure. And so. Everybody's grandmother liked them. Exactly. So here's my Tom, one Tommy Smothers story. You ready? Mm-hmm. I feel like I got to tell a story here. I'm yeah, ready. you do. Yeah, I got a name drop. I like to name drop the most asinine people, as, you've, as you know. So it's, it's, I'm, working, love- I'm working the Mark Twain Award back in, oh, the George, Bush, George H. Bush era, right? Mark mm-hmm. Twain Award is like the presidential award for comedy. It's at Lincoln Center. And <laughs> they were inducting Bob Newhart. And, but I had to like deal with like the stage. I was like, I was like, a, I was doing like stage managing, quote unquote, stage managing talent wrangling. And, uh, Tommy Smothers was my, was my, uh, I, I, he was the only one that was like not doing jokes. He was actually doing music. And so it was a lot of coordinating his guitar tech and whatever. And he was like trying to be nice as possible, but you know, he's, he was kind of a particular guy. And, uh, I thought we were, it was a rap, like his sound checks over. Uh, but he's like, I, uh, he somehow i get to my hotel we're all staying in the same hotel talent whatever and somehow i'm taking a shit in my hotel and the phone rings in my bathroom it's one of those 
like phone, like it's an old hotel that has phones in the toilet. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, I pick up like, hello. And it's like, Hey Chris, it's Tommy. <laughs> You're like, it's like my guitar tech actually said, blah, blah, blah. And can you get this or whatever? And I'm like, first of all, how did you find me? Like you've, you've, you've clearly were like somehow found out like my last name and that I was in, and then you called me, uh, <laughs> in my hotel room. To tell me like something, and I'm on the toilet, and I was like, "This is kind of like my grandma would be so impressed right now that I'm talking <laughs> on a phone in a bathroom, which I'm sure she's never heard of, <laughs> as a Watergate hotel, I think, which is pretty cool in and of itself." And uh, I'm talking to Tommy Smothers, the Yo-Yo Man, on the toilet, and uh, and so there it is. That's the story. Rest in peace, Tommy Smothers. Uh, Fun fact, the Smothers Brothers were born on Governor's Island. I know that because I used to have to do the trivia thing in River to River every year. So <laughs> that's, my, that's my little Tommy rant. Uh, I hope you appreciated it. That's crazy. They were born on Governor's Island? That's what you're taking away? Yeah, they were. They were, uh, they were there was, Nobody's born on Governor's Island. How Bert, is that? The, how is Bert that a, Bacharach, also born on Governor's Island. Oh. Yeah, there was a hospital. It was, you know, it was a military base. It was a hotbed of uh, talent coming through there. Yeah, yeah, real, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, you know, yeah. Bob Hope. Everybody. Bob Hope was just, just <laughs> knocking up all the military ladies. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like uh, you know, like they're like, oh, you know, like like Boston's a hotbed of like comedy or whatever. Like, why yeah. do so many comics come out of Boston? It's like, why yeah. do so many television stars of yore come out of? Governor's Island. Governor's Island. <laughs> yeah, so the Smothers Brothers. Wait, when did people stop living on Governor's Island? Uh, not until like the two thousands. Really? Yeah, it was no. a. Uh, it was yeah. It it was it was still Bill Clinton. No, no, no. Nineties, because Bill Clinton sold it back to New York City for a penny. Oh, it was a yeah. So I'd say the nineties. It was yeah. for a long time the only. Burger King that had that served uh, beer. Hmm. Yeah, little known fact. Look at you and the Governor's Island facts. I love Governor's Island. I went to Governor's Island with David Byrne one time. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Yep. Another name drop. Two name yep. drops so far in this podcast. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Chris, do you have anything you want to talk about before we get into sports? Uh, no, I think that was. I think that was it. Uh, okay, well, goodbye. New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I think that was... Uh, that's all we need to do. Okay. Uh, I do want to say thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast. <laughs> Still listens to it. Another year down. We're like into year seven, I think. Something like that. So, mm -hmm. uh, thanks, everybody, for all your support. This is the year we do Not For Nothing Reddit. Get it fired up. That's, my, that's a resolution. Okay. All right. Then we, can, then we can extend some of these hot topics to the, uh, yeah. to the listeners. They can talk about it. And, uh, oh, yeah, I bet, I bet, I think that's probably our listenership too. It's like people who, a hundred percent weirdos yeah. on Reddit. That's what like, the, uh, can we also get like donations or something going? Donations? Sure. Yeah. Or like a, like a support, support the show. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> a sad, depressing GoFundMe that you like check in on every once in a while and it's like, <laughs> like $5. $5 of our $23,000 goal. <laughs> I knew a girl once uh, who like 
fell down and broke her wrist, probably drinking. She was like a waitress, and she's like, she started like a GoFundMe, you know, because yep. she was out of work. Yep. And it was like, there were like three donations. I'm like, you got to just pull it down, give the people their money back. Like, this is worse than breaking your wrist. Like, no one's supporting your, <laughs> your, your, you during this time of great need while you that, recover. That, that's got to be some sort of like, uh, um, it, it's really got to sort of like show like if you really have like friends or not, you know? Or like people who care about you or not, because if they're if people are donating to you in that cause because you're out of work and you you broke your ankle, and everyone's like, eh, I don't really care. Yeah, right. It's really got to be a, a a shot to your at least to your ego or your sense of like you know your self worth or something, right? To some degree, like it's kind of it would suck to sort of. That's do why that. I would never do a a GoFundMe. Like I would never do a GoFundMe. Yeah. Like, I guess I'd do one for someone else if I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah. guy didn't have health coverage and he right. had a stroke or whatever. Yeah, sure. But I still would be risky. You'd have to like know that something like you're getting a little bit of like, well, you, yeah, you got to know that the people really is sort of like, I don't like that person or something. Can you like, promise me something, Chris? Yeah. Promise me. You'll never do a GoFundMe for me. Okay. Okay. Even if it's like, even if it seems like I really need it. All right. If you, even if you're like you're on your deathbed and you need like hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, down and out. Yep. Okay. Just don't do it. Yeah. I don't need that I'll, kind of. I'll, I'll be the one who pulls the plug instead. That's fine. Great. Great. That's a bad, way better trade off. Uh, <laughs> That's like go plug, go unplug me, <laughs> unplug me. Let's start that one. Go like <laughs> unplug me. <laughs> you can get paid to do it because it'll be some emotional. You know, scarring yeah. maybe I think from. You know what? You could probably make that like on uh, a job, like on TaskRabbit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I pull plugs for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electrician? No, 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 no. Nah, I got. I, you know, like I, I'm kind of like a hospice worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bet you that, that it's got to be a thing. <laughs> I'll look into that. <laughs> if not, you could just pretend it is. Be like I met right. this guy at the craziest fucking job. Yeah. He was paid to like by families who were grieving that no one wanted to be the person to do it. Like they're like there's not a plug. Never mind. What am I talking about? I know that's the funny thing. It's like it's not an actual <laughs> plug. People. <laughs> it'd be fun. It'd be funny if it was. It'd be very like Naked Gun. Yeah, totally. Because like people would trip on it, like yeah, and then, or you just pull the wrong one. You're like, yeah. oh no, that's not it. Uh, that's just hold iPhone. on, I think I got it that's here. That's the iPhone shit. You're like in tears. <laughs> it's just like a power strip of all these plugs, and you're like, I don't know which which one does what. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oop, not that one. Shit, the microwave. Now I got to set the clock. Hold on. It's like the dad in uh, the Christmas story when he's like trying to plug in all the Christmas lights and stuff, and he's got. It's all like jank, you know, like the old school, like you know, extension cords where it has like, like two firing plugs. sparks on him. Yeah, sparks. And he's like, and he's like, no, that's not it. And he's like, where, you know, he's trying to figure out which one goes where. He's like, there's just too many wires. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's anyway. exactly what I would be. Um, yeah. <laughs> you just mutter to yourself, you freaking son of a stupid mother, would just die on your own, you goddamn son of a bitch. That's kind of me already. The swearing <laughs> dad. <laughs> You'd be perfect for it then. Ah, uh, the swearing dad. Except for uh, my kid's already said fuck, and he's not even old, and he's not even Ralphie's age. He's just walking around saying fuck. 
Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much every parent, though. You know, what, there's always one parent. Yeah, it's just me. I'm the yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> all right, Chris, we got some sports that have happened. Bowl games. Let's talk about them. Oh, great. Let's do it. Sugar Bowl. What a game. What oh. a game. Oh, man. Give me some more sugar. Yeah, the Texas Longhorns played the Washington Huskies. Are you anti-Huskies, by the way, because you're a Pullman guy? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So in the, in the, the final game, what do they call that? It's not the Rose Bowl. It's the, the championship game. But what, where do they play it? They play it in Houston. Oh, it's not even like a, the Orange Bowl? I don't, I don't think so. I think Houston they've done all the bowl? bowls now. So the championship isn't even a bowl. No one even gets that as a bowl game. I, um, let me, I'll see if I can look I know here. the Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl were the lead-ins. And then that would leave like, isn't the Orange Bowl a big one? But that wouldn't be in Houston. That's usually in Miami or something. Yeah, it's an orange. Yeah, it's just a national championship game. Gick. Is it always in Houston? No, no, it, it changes every year. <sighs> but now they're like, they, now that, yeah, because Orange Bowl happened already. Uh, yeah, now, like, a lot of people are trying to make the case that maybe, like, the, the Rose Bowl should be, should always just be the national championship, though. Because it's the granddaddy of them all. In Pasadena? Yeah. That place is a dump, though. Yeah. Ah, college deserves it. So you're rooting, are you rooting not for Michigan true. then, Chris? Or do you? I'm not care? rooting for anybody, yeah. Chris. Well, college football is stupid. It is. These bowl games are stupid. They've it taken is. the fun out of it. And I, you know what I realized? There was one, uh, I don't know what it was, like in the last week or two. It was like the Pop-Tarts Bowl or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, a Pop-Tarts Bowl or whatever. This is stupid. But their trophy was actually like, it was like a big, you know, silvery statue thing with a, with a football on the top of it. But then it had, it was like a toaster. So it had like two Pop-Tarts sticking out of like the football on the top. Good Christ. Somebody has to take that and put it in their trophy case. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? At least, at least they're having fun with it. And that's what the bowl games used to be. It used to just be fun. It used to be kind of, what, no one took it seriously, right? It was all just kind of, you know, it was just silly stuff. And that's what I think, that's what a lot of it what made, what made the, these bowl games fun for like the last 40 years or so plus uh, until everyone started putting like money into it and then everything got, became too serious, yeah. right? And then everyone's like, and then at the end of the game, they, they like, they cooked the Pop-Tart and it came out the bottom of the box and then everyone started like eating the Pop-Tart. Fuck are you talking Did you about? See this? You didn't see this? No. Literally the Pop Tart mascot was sitting on this big box that was like a like a to- looked like a toaster. Yeah. And at the end of the game, they I think him? the game, like the Pop Tart mascot guy like stood at the top, but all of a sudden they like pushed the button and he like went into the box like a toaster. And then like a minute later, it came out the bottom. And they ate him? Yeah, but he wasn't he like the mascot guy wasn't in there anymore. It was just like a giant Pop Tart. A real Pop Tart? I think so. What the fuck are you talking about? And the guys like broke off pieces and they ate the pop tart. The winners ate this of- gross pop tart. Yeah, you gotta look at it. It's it's crazy. It's insane. But I was like, this is great because this is so stupid. But they like they figured out like sort of kind of just the stupidity makes it fun. And the, at least they were having fun with it. And they ate it like they were stoked. Yeah, the pl- I think it was like the players and stuff or whatever. They all took little bites or whatever. Who I mean, whatever. It was part of the gag. But it's like they got into it. Like the players at least did it. They didn't all just walk away and be like, nah, this is dumb. They sort of got into it. And I think that's the sort of point of like college football and bowl games and sports and stuff. It's like that the amateurish, amateurishness of it uh, is just sort of 
I think it was what made it enjoyable when we used to watch it and everything. I Instead never, of just everything in a business it. now. Like now players are like, fuck it. I don't want to play these stupid bowl games. If it's not for the championship, I don't care about playing these bowl games. I want to go get fucking paid. Yeah. Which I also agree with them about that. hundred percent. I don't think anyone that plays in a bowl game should that no one, no one in their right mind would play in a bowl game that could potentially make millions of dollars. No, if it's not for if it's not one of those four chip games that's been making millions of dollars off of you up to this point, yeah, fuck them, yeah. But at least this one, they they, it looked like the players at least some or some of them at least sort of enjoyed this thing. And then there was a there was a cheese it bowl, like last week or it might have been on New Year's Day, but no one probably watched. It was probably dumb as shit. But at least they sort of took the Pop Tarts idea, and there was like a cheese it mascot, and he was like standing on another big box that was like, "Please don't eat the cheese its or something." So they at least <laughs> sort of like had fun with these things. Sounds like you and Nabisco really need to talk because you <laughs> love this idea. <laughs> I just like that they brought like a little humor back into this stuff. I do like I do like cheese. It's, it's all Pop-Tart. about just sort of just the the game and the money, and then they 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 and then they they browbeat the players if they don't play in these games because they're not about team and loyalty and all these bullshit you know notions yeah well you know, i mean it's about and all it's boosters like, and blah 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 like fundraisers like for like alabama and those places like they far exceed like what the like education could potentially could possibly like give you like it's all this like money in money out money right. in money out yeah i hate the ncaa it's it's so stupid they're so stupid yeah well it's ridiculous. Uh, but at least this seemed like something a little, a little more. So, what would your dream? What would your dream bowl be, Chris? I don't care. I think. Of, what if it was like a Gino's pizza roll? Oh, that'd be great. And then it goes into the oven, and it yeah. comes out, and people eat it. What blood. about the old like? Uh, remember the old like the fro- it was like the taquitos. It was like the little frozen like it was like mini burritos that were yeah. kind of rolled up and they were like really crispy. Yeah, the ta- those were the taquitos bowl. Wasn't there like there was a there was the Tostitos bowl. Yeah, that's still a thing. Yeah. Or it's a Fiesta Bowl now. or It's not Tostitos anymore. Yeah, you're right. It's not Tostitos. Tostitos are not even good, though. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're not. The, the, the multigrain scoops are all right. I don't know. I don't feel you, bad about eating. Like, would you stump- eat them on their own? I have, Chris. You've eaten just Chip scoops guy. by themselves? I'm a chips guy. You I'll eat, eat any scoops chips. By, your, by them. You just say, hey, just like, you know what? Today. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't want salsa, you know? You're crazy. I know. The scoop? Yeah. That's designed for. The, yeah. The, it's only purpose is to house. Queso to hold salsa in salsa it or guacamole or, or something. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's just a hollow way to live. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can't even eat but, a plain Frito. <laughs> what? Why no, not? Oh, good. What do you eat them with? Chili. You only have them with chili. Yep. A plain right. Frito. I mean, now, I a chili cheese Frito. I'll, eat, really eat, I'll eat the fuck out of a chili cheese Frito, but mm. plain Frito, get. Yeah, I don't, I don't really eat Fritos anymore either, I guess. They give you weird breath. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Oh, man. This is deep. This has gotten really far and uh, kind of off the rails. Um, I'm going, Chris, I'm going to Philly tomorrow. To check out the Knicks against the 76ers. Ooh, the new the look New York Knicks. Yeah. Who fucked me on a parlay yesterday. Hardcore. They scored. I had I had a, 
Uh, who did they play? Can't remember. Oh, the Bulls. I had the Bulls plus fifteen, and the Knicks magically scored sixteen. Damn. I know. With a and I had like Hartenstein like plus twenty rebounds, points, and assists, and he got that with just rebounds. I was like, oh, we're cooking. The fucking Knicks. I don't even know who it was. Some, <laughs> some fool. So yeah, I get to see like the Ananobis and the Achuas. They seem mm-hmm. to feel like they, they seem to fit. The problem with the Knicks is they need a backup center. Like Hartenstein's now like it. And when he's off the court, it was like Andre Drummond, Drummond was running amok. Like that's a bad look. Yeah, that's so a- that's going to be a tricky part because it's going to be Hartenstein against Embiid, who's going to be foul searching. So I think there's a way the Knicks could win the game for sure. They seem very good. Like they seem like a better team. I don't know why necessarily because I've only watched this one game, but um, maybe just they're, because they're better at defense now. Um, I I think it's a I, it, it's it's almost it seems like a swap of similar players, but I think the players are better fits for their new teams. They say that quickly is it was redundant, but like he was fine coming off the bench. He's like a great six man and they need that shooting. I don't know where they're getting that from. Yeah. Now. But see, that's the thing is like, he just wasn't going to fit in New York. Like Tibbs wasn't going to let him like, let him sort of be him. He wanted him. He wanted quickly to fit into Tibbs' system. And, and I think quickly is one of those guys where you, you, you sort of let him be and let him create or let him go and let him thrive. A lot like what what Philly had did with with um Maxie. with Maxi, yeah, you know, uh, and and sort of you sort of you know take your take the governor off there and, and let him go kind of thing, and I think that's a better fit for what Toronto does then too potentially. Yeah, I think that I think they're both going to win this trade in a way because Barrett's back in Canada. He's not a bad player, but he was like oh, too. Yeah. He's also I think he, emotionless. I think he's, a, he's he it, it's he has the skills that New York and Tibbs wanted, but his game doesn't sort of fit in that style right like he can he can shoot he can pass he can play defense like he can do a little bit of everything but i think they were just sort of they sort of choked the life out of you in new york a little bit unless you're like brunson or or uh uh what's his name the the forward um your boy randall yeah jesus like, man i was losing my mind there for a minute yeah, really, uh, really like they i'd like they seem to sort of thrive in that in that style and something i i don't not everybody can do that i think Oh, you know, a newbie can do that. I think he's better suited for that kind of role. Well, Tibbs definitely has his like defensive masturbation team for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happy for I'm happy for quickly. I like he I it got to the point now where it was like, all right, he needs to get out of New York. Yeah, uh, and I think he can thrive. Uh, and then they're gonna like run Brunson into the ground now because he has to play 40 minutes a game because there's I no know. backup point guard. I Even know. though I think Malachi Flynn could probably f- do that, but I again like I don't know if he fits Tibbs's like system. Mm, I don't know what I saw last night, like the B team, like I was really like into the bench team before. And now the bench team just looks rough, but that's because Hart signs now the A team. Right. And now they've lost quickly and Hart looks a little lost on this team. Uh, Yeah. And he might be the next to go. Like this feels like these are like the, the Tibbs carnage squad. It's going to be Barrett. It's, it's top in. It's like all these players that are good and everyone wants, but for some reason, because Tibbs, they don't work in a Tibbs system. They just become, carnage and it's like you like you're gonna look back on this and be like we hitched our wagon to this tips boat and we lost like three people who were really good mm-hmm. um but you know they didn't get nothing out of it so no that's them. the thing like they they did well themselves i think they got 
you know, uh, like you said, uh, Precious Achua, like, and like, I think he'd be, you know, you can give him some minutes, I think, as the backup center and can hold his own, maybe not against Embiid, but at least, you know, they sort of filled a need there again. I don't know, man. What I saw last night, they, they, like, literally, like, as soon as, the, like, as soon as Hartenstein got pulled, they were like, it was, a, it was getting bad. Yeah. Like, Drummond was like, Drummond, like, that guy, like, he, can I say one thing about, if you're, if you're, getting fat and you're in the NBA and you're not really doing much to keep a definition, the t-shirt under the, under the Jersey does not help. It makes you look rec league. Like just yeah. like, like PJ Tucker, yeah. Andre Drummond, like somebody needs somebody in your camp needs to be like, Hey guys, let's just go with the, let's just ride it out with the Jersey until this career is over. Don't worry. No one's looking at you anyway. You know, <laughs> You're only bringing you're only bringing attention to something that it looks crazy. He looks just so sleeveless, if nothing else. That's what I'm saying. It's like don't wear a t-shirt. Like it, you look I'll like wear you're a t-shirt, playing at the but you don't sleeve showing. I don't know, man. I like, see the just, rest of it. You don't see the rest of it, but you've just it's the sleeves that are like it's just. It, it's but what's not the point look. of the shirt? Is it a compression shirt? Is it to t- to make the belly look smaller? Well, I think it's they just. I like to have a shirt underneath the jersey. I think they're they feel self conscious. It's like wearing a shirt in the pool. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, Chris, speaking of uh, backup guards, uh, Ricky Rubio has agreed to a buyout from Cleveland. So maybe the Knicks can uh, pick up Rubio as a backup guard. Yeah, or maybe the Sixers. Mm, there Death- you go. I'm deathly afraid of what the Sixers are going to do with their, because with the, they've, got, they've got a move left, and I don't want to see any players but, Mar- but, but Morris leave the, the team. Everyone else I want to keep. Tobias. I, I'll keep, what's what's the trade off for Tobias? There's no I don't know. there's no I, world. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. Why don't you just trade him for see if you can get something else? Maybe. But like what? Like like Zach Levine? Like it's the same no, thing, no, you know? No, you're not doing that. But you're just it's more of getting rid of his contract for maybe a similar player who doesn't get paid as much. I'm like Tobias. Like I know what I get. Like I know what I'm gonna get. And I've like at this point, like they're this close. I think they just keep like he's done. He's let's just let's we should have got rid of him a million times like why now why not let him like ride the rest of this because i don't think you could have traded that contract for the last couple of years because he wasn't producing at, at for 35 million dollars a year he was pretty, last year he was a he was a, a fringe all-star the first half of the season first half of the season right yeah i don't know i like i said like i feel like i'd feel bad for him like i'd like he's ridden it out with the squad like through all of the bullshit sure and you know, lost his friend. He lost Boban. He, you know, he seems. I, I, he seems like a good person. I, I'm. I don't think there's a player better for him than him. And I don't want to lose Pat Bev. I've fallen in love with him. I don't want to lose Batum. I've fallen in love with him. Oh, really, Batum? Batum, I love, dude. I'd never watched him play before. Huh. He's he's like a graceful elk out there, like a wise elk. Wow. Yeah. He see he's the only person who's ever like been able to get Embiid in inlet passes, and he's got the quickest trigger on a three. Like I like him. Great. Yeah. It's you. Yeah, I'm a Batum this believer. Is, this is New Year's resolutions, like finding new players that you love. Yeah, like yeah. flowers. The other thing I will say about the the Sixers that I love is that uh, Nick Nurse. It, I think it might be his championship ring, but he rocks a, his own, the only ring he wears is a pinky ring. Ooh, it's a we. It's weird for Nick Nurse. Yeah, Nick Nurse is an anomaly. I do not understand that human. 
He is an anomaly. He's very bizarre. I was I was doing a lot of little deep diving on him. His Wikipedia is bananas. His personal <laughs> life is crazy. Uh, and he wears a pinky ring. And if it's his championship ring, like that's like only Madden would do that. Yeah, it can't be the championship ring. Well, then what's what kind of pinky ring is it's Nick Nurse wearing? Normally pinky ring. Well, so, yeah. You normally pay rings aren't that flashy though, right? Because that the championship ring is all like diamonds and you know. What could it be then? It's class just ring. A little, yeah, it's just a little. Uh, a guy I don't know. Is, a, is it just not a, like a little gold band? It does, is no, it no. There's a, a thing. There's a thing in it. There's something. There's something too. I haven't gotten a good look at it yet, but okay. I've been noticing it, and I like it. This out. I like that weirdo. Yeah, he's great. There's a news resolution figuring out the uh, Nick Nurse's pink. Yeah, these are little baby resolutions. I like it. Yeah. Just keep them, yeah. keep them light. Yeah. Um, last thing before we get into football. Well, this is football related. Uh, so, so can we revisit the Pat McAfee thing? Sure. Like this guy's bad news. Like he's <laughs> gross. Yep. Right. Like he's gross. Like I, I this it's Aaron just all for clicks and for likes and for Aaron Rodgers like coming on and being like into the Epstein like thing and like calling out Jimmy Kimmel whatever. I don't really care. And then and then McAfee has to apologize. But it wasn't even like that bad. Like it's it's like like I think it sets a bad precedent. Uh, you can't just go and say whatever you want. But it's Aaron Rodgers said it. He said it, the guest said it. So. And they're paying Aaron Rodgers to be on that show? Yes. Like, what kind of fucking world do we live in? Like, that's like... Like, ESPN is not going to get called out for, like, basically having, like, a, a rogue YouTube channel on their station with, like, conspiracy theorists. And we're, there's, like... And McAfee's just gross and, like, raspy and just, like, the worst kind of, like, Punisher on my F-150 kind of guy. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's uh, it's. But this is the world we live in because people love this stuff. They eat it up. They want this kind of content. But it's now. so like it's so like MAGA mm-hmm. in a different disguise, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. no one's gonna like. People are just fine with that. Uh, what's his name? Kennedy. It's a Kennedy fucking dub shit. You know, it's like everyone. Nobody wants MAGA, but they want this sort of like left leaning sort of MAGA thing. Yeah. I feel like, you know, they and that's what like these guys try to be. And I bet they're all fucking right wingers or whatever, but they try to be like cool and, and like sort of not be, you know, sort of out and out Republican sort of style of this stuff, but they want to be brash and yeah. they want to be loud and they want to have their conspiracy theories and they want to have their whatever. They don't want to be called a racist. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they're not, but they're, but they're just haters and they're gross. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, exactly. it's just, um, it's, you know, it's sort of like, it's sort of actually, you know, Joe Rogan was probably the, the godfather of this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, where he's like, you're not really sure which way he's like, you know, what he means or, or, but it's like, oh, he kind of leaves it up into an interpretation, but it's not really. It's like, it's just veiled. Give an asshole a mic. I don't, so do yeah, you think. Basically, that's what we live in now is yeah. you just give assholes a mic because that's the only content that can be, that can make money now for, for all this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's it's sad, but that shit is crazy to me. Like I'm just like, what in the fucking world? But there's the also reason, like no pushback. The reason right? I saw there's the no reason check- I saw it at all, like the reason I saw this story, this like Rogers Kimmel feud about the Epstein files or whatever fucking names or whatever, is that because it was like a clickbait on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So to your point, they're like, hey. They're Check promoting. out what happened on a show on our fucking chant on our station on our yeah. channel. 
this like controversy. Like they're like, yeah, yay who? Like we'll we'll be the first to fucking push it out there. You be exactly. the judge. It's crazy. And, like, and like, the even better thing about this whole thing, the mess of it all, is that Jimmy Kimmel is on ABC, which is a Disney channel, uh, which owns ESPN. So this is sort of like in-house fighting. Which is perfect. And then Kimmel's perfect. got something he can say on his show, tune in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like it, it's, um, what I don't like about it is that like the, everyone, everyone can just have this sort of this platform and have these guests on and say all these ridiculous things. And, and like, none of it goes checked, right? Like no, there's no pushback on Pat McAfee's part either. Like, Hey man, like, do you really mean that? Or you, j-? and then, you know, he comes out and his like non-apology is like, well, I think he was just talking shit, but I don't really care because I'm getting money for all this. So it's not really an apology. Uh, and he's my boy. And so like, I'm not going to sort of like not have him on or make him apologize or anything or like, but like, just, you know what, just, why can't, why can't anybody ever just sort of push back on Aaron Rodgers and be like, yeah, bro. That, I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, no one does. Right, right? Like, everyone just has to let them have their own platforming and they can say whatever they want. And there's no, there's no other side to it. Like no one's giving some other perspective How to come it. And, no one is like, dude, you I, got injured on the first play and ruined a t- team's entire season. Like, yeah, made it all about him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he, he left the whole fucking country. The football world, the organization, everybody hanging for a whole season going, oh, no, I'm coming back because I heal differently. I'm doing things differently, and I'll be healed. And I think, I really believe, because the organization is so fucking stupid, and it's probably their fucking stupid-ass owner who was like, oh, yeah, he's totally come back. We don't need another, we don't need another uh, quarterback. We don't want to bring someone else in like Joe Flacco or anybody else, God forbid, because then, A, Aaron Rodgers said he's coming back, so he must be coming back. And two, or B, like it's Aaron Rodgers, and God forbid, like you make Aaron Rodgers upset. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like I just what a you. dumb franchise to put to to put such a polarizing person like in position. I mean, it's that's actually, you know, it's actually perfect. It's Woody Johnson for you. Mm, it's actually just perfect. It's all just it all just kind of fell perfectly, you know, together. So we can for, just hate the Jets then. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Let's yep. do these picks. Okay, Chris. As we rattle our way into the last week of regular season, you had a big week. You were 12 and 4, bringing your, your overall score to six games over 500 126, 120, and 11. I had just a mediocre week, 9 and 7, bringing my final tally to 132, 113, and 11. Kudos to you for making this close this late in the game. Uh, it's not that close. Pretty close. I, I'm just stoked I can't have a losing season. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is pretty big news for me because last year at this time I was 124, 141, and five. Like I was just a lost cause. You were basically exactly the same. So <laughs> steady, steady Eddie. That's what they call you. <laughs> Even Steven. Yep. Level <laughs> bevel. Uh, what are we doing here? Let's go. Okay. Here we go. Saturday uh, with a lot of teams not playing their stars this week. So fucking what's the even point of a week 18 anymore? Yep. Uh, Saturday, Pittsburgh minus four in Baltimore. Baltimore's not playing Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Not playing a couple of their other uh, like starters, I think. But mainly, it's been Lamar Jackson. But I'm sure a lot of guys, if they play, it's it's maybe going to be a quarter. Yeah, I think Uh, there's a play in these a lot of these games where like the other team doesn't need it to do like a first half end game, where the first half is goes to the team that should win, but then is going to pull their starters after a quarter, and then the second half give it to the, the team that 
doesn't really deserve to win, but yep. you know, is playing for something. Uh, Pittsburgh's still playing for something. They're they're still playing. They could still get in the playoffs potentially. Might be a bit of a long shot. So, are you liking the are you liking the uh, the Pittsburgh as a road favorite? No, not at all. Not not plus four. Baltimore. Think back to like when like Robert Griffith the third beat us in the exact same scenario. Tomlin's already got his positive season. He's got nothing to play for. So give me Baltimore plus four. Okay. Uh, Baltimore plus four. Great. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh there. I think they win this game because they're trying to win this game uh, and still make the playoffs. Houston minus one in Indy against the Colts. Both teams still playing for the AFC South Division Championship. They're both playing to try to make the playoffs, right? To make the playoffs and also to win their to win their uh, division. In Indy, the weird, the fucking Costco of stadiums. <laughs> Great poll, by the way. That's I didn't come up with that. It's I think Mark did that. It looks like a yeah, fucking like, warehouse. That state Lucas yeah. Oil looks like it is a during the week. It's a Costco. During the week, it's a Costco. It's like one of the fucking funniest things I've ever heard. I'll go uh, Houston, I guess. I don't know. I right. feel great about yeah. it, but I'm taking Houston too. I think they're the better team. Stroud's back. They're, uh, I don't even know how this all plays out. It, like if they win, but Jacksonville wins, like, I don't know. I don't know. What I think that the, it's best for the league. If Jacksonville and Pittsburgh are in, <laughs> but that's not, that can't happen. So <laughs> that's maybe why I'm going to take Tennessee plus five against Jacksonville here on the, uh, first Sunday game. Yeah, I, there's. Um, I don't know if Will Levis is is playing. He, I, I think he got injured last week, so Tannehill was in. So I don't know what's happening there. I think I'm gonna. It's been hit or miss with Tennessee and Jackson this whole season. So I'll take the five points as well. I think it's just sort of an easy, uh, easy call just to take the five points. Great. Uh, which that has moved us into the Sunday games. Next one, Minnesota plus three and a half in Detroit. Is Detroit uh, playing for anything? I haven't, I haven't heard anything yet about Detroit resting their starters, even though they've won the the division. So is their seat their seating can't change much, right? I don't think so. Maybe a little bit. Minnesota doesn't have like a quarterback though. Yeah, because they're still so they're eleven and five. Dallas is eleven and five, and Philly's eleven and five. So I guess they're all still playing for maybe second. Give second me Detroit. Place. Give me Detroit minus three and a half. Yeah, give me Detroit as well. I think I don't even know who Minnesota's playing at quarterback. I think I think Detroit seems like Dan Campbell's a guy who just like. They're going to keep playing and trying hard. At that fucking guy is the worst. He's the Pat McAfee of fucking coaches. He's got chew in his mouth. His teeth are disgusting. Mm. He's like the, I, he's, I can't hang with that kind of bro. And I know no. I've said this before, but like I, just watching him again, he's so toxic masculinity. He's like, stay alpha. Like he's <laughs> such a stay alpha kind of guy. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grossing yeah. me out. Gross. Uh, Cleveland uh, resting their starters uh, plus seven in Cincinnati. Does that mean uh, they're resting Joe Flacco? Yeah, they're resting Joe Flacco. Are they? Yeah. So yeah. who plays? PJ Walker? Uh, they're not even on the team so. anymore. Or the other PJ. Uh, it's a tough call for you then because if it's PJ versus Jake Browning, I don't know which way you're going to go here. Oh, gosh. This is going to be a fun. No wonder this unders. This is a dumb game. I guess just give me Cleveland and the points because like, it seems like it's a toss-up, so would, wouldn't you just take the points? Yeah, except for I, I, if, if Cleveland's sort of smart because I think they've wrapped up it, it's the third place, I guess. But they're not going to tank, though, right? Like, 
I can take, but like if the rest of our stars, like Miles Garrett and everyone on that, de- I imagine that you're gonna have to rest a lot of the stars on defense, and I think that's where it makes maybe makes the difference. Uh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take. Oof, I guess I'll take Cincy minus seven. That's a lot, dude. I don't know, dude. All of these lines are four and a half or three. Yeah, it's crazy. Everything's just stuck in the. Middle. All right, I'll take Cleveland with seven points. I think it's too many points. Yeah, thank you. Although it's, I hate this. I'm gonna regret this one, but that's fine. Uh, Tampa uh, minus four and a half in Carolina. You know, it's proven out that like if you stick with me on some picks and then go on your own, you do better on your own picks. Um, <laughs> so I'm just putting it out there. Uh, who do you like in this one? You go. Uh, ta- I just Tampa minus four and a half. They're still playing for the division. Uh, or yeah, their division. Uh, it's a three-way tie, I think, right now. So they have to kind of win this game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. Ten. I think they'll go all out. All out. Bryce Young Carolina has the game as a Panther. Yeah. Atlanta plus three in New Orleans. Both teams still fighting for playoffs. The division. Again. I think New Orleans at home minus three because I think Atlanta's just fucking sucks. Okay, me too. All right. Seems like easy money. Yeah, that guy might get fired. Actually, he probably should. Yeah. Uh, Jets plus two in New England. Who's the Jets quarterback this week? It's not Zach Wilson. I think it's Trevor Simeon still. Oh, fuck no. That dude's the fucking worst. Give me New England. New England's going to win this one. Belichick wants his shoeless. They're not even trying to tank anymore. Minus two, New England. In New England? Yeah. Uh... I don't even think it's Bailey Zappi. I think it's like another guy, right? Yeah. You know what? Mm, this one's tough. Uh, you know what? I'll take the Jets bonus too. We'll go against each other. In that Great. One. Kansas City uh, resting Mahomes and I think most of their starters because they have they don't need to play this game. Uh, plus three and a half against Chargers. Who's the backup there? In Kansas City. It's Blaine Gabbert. Oh, I like Blaine Gabbert. Mm-hmm. I like him better than that stick fella. Give me the give me Kansas City plus. Yeah, I kind of like Kansas City with the points is there as well too. I think they're just a better team. Yeah. Uh, Chicago plus three against Green Bay. Chicago is is playing the role of spoiler potentially in this one. And they... Green Bay too. This is game of the week. Yeah. Justin uh, Fields gonna let us down one more time. I'm gonna take Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm taking Chicago. I think they do it because I want Chicago to win, but I I I don't know. There's, Seattle there's needs magic. Chicago to win. Uh, that's the only way they get in if they win, kind of okay. thing. So I'm 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 rooting for Chicago. I just like Chicago's been playing really well the last like month anyway. Denver plus three in Vegas. Uh, it's Jared Stidham. I we we didn't even get into the whole like, dude. Sean Payton and Denver Broncos because they're doing fucking Russell Wilson dirty, and I'm not even like I don't even really care about Russell Wilson anymore. But that's a that was a fucked up scenario. Everything I read about that. Aiden O'Connell is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty bad. He's so bad. It's that offense is just terrible. Yeah. Who was the what was the guy? Was it Nathan Peterman like a few years back that? Yes. Every team kept yes. like signing and yes. trying to make him a starter. Yes. This it's, it's a, so same thing. Aiden O'Connell guy makes no sense to me. I'm gonna take Denver, the dirty Denvers, and the three points. Great. Uh I'm I'm liking the Vegas though, the vibe, the whole team and Antonio Pierce. I think he still makes a push Who's here quarter, to get the head coaching job, Max but uh, Mark Davis is gonna fuck it up and give it to like Jim Harbaugh or something at I'm the end of the year. I'm gonna switch that. You're right. It's a better vibe in in Vegas. Plus, they're at home. Give me, give me Vegas. I'm switching gonna, it up. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. look at you. Yeah, you were right. All right, uh, Philly minus four and a half in New York against the Giants. Fucking Philly. I can't get this one right ever. Yeah, Tyrod. He could cover. 
he could cover. They've been playing pretty well with Tyrod, and the defense has yeah. been well, too. I'm taking the Giants in the four and a half. Yeah, me too. All right, Seattle, minus three, Arizona. Man, there was a, so we watched the Steelers and Seahawks game, and it was funny. It was watching two people who know their coaches better than the coach knows themselves. <laughs> it was getting to the point where we were like, here's what's going to happen. They're going to get a first down, then three and out. They'll kick a field goal, then they'll play prevent, and then they'll just let... And it was like every... It was like we were watching one-dimensional chess. Like, yeah, like we're watching like some watching over the back of somebody playing checkers on a subway <laughs> on their like trio. It was, it was like it was computer. like watching two like old heavyweight boxers who were who were like in their sixties. Yeah, like Butterbean against Foreman, just yeah, like yeah, just <laughs> just trying to outwit each other with the same shit they've been doing for their whole lives. It yeah, was, it was like, and people are like, brutal. it was basically it was just like which bad uh kind of like backed off chicken shit game plan is gonna reign supreme yeah it was so crazy it was like just a, it was like three hours of prevent defense i left i went and like made food i was like this is so boring <laughs> and you're more you get more like i care so little i guess at this point like i was like i don't want to like be you know my kid was like Go, like doing the Steelers chant. Yeah, that was the best part of the whole night. Uh, anyway, I like Seattle. I think Arizona's. I like Arizona. I think they're going to be a good team next year. I like. This, yeah. I like this weird coach that everybody hated. Yeah, I honestly, he's kind of making an impression. I think on everybody. Like they're, they, they. I mean, they dominated Philly, or they didn't dominate, but they beat Philly, especially in the last minute. There, Seattle has a problem stopping the run. I think Arizona likes to run. I think Arizona's going to run all over them. Uh, give me Arizona plus the three points. Well, fuck, dude. Um, Will Seattle know by this time whether or not they're in or out? Uh, no, because I think they play at the same time as the Chicago Green Bay game. Okay. Well, then I'm going to take Seattle. Okay. Um, oh, I forgot a couple notes. Chris, I thought this was interesting. Chris, uh, the, the Browns, it's the first time since 1989 that the Browns will have a better record than the Steelers. Wow. So the first time since Baltimore Ravens, then, because it, that's who the those Browns are now, is the Baltimore Ravens. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, the first time since the inception of the exi- current Browns that they <laughs> exactly. have yeah. never had a better record. Uh, also, uh, Brock Purdy is the 49ers' all-time single-season passing yards leader. Uh, who fucking cares? Forty-two hundred yards. Does that show you like how weird it is that like a lot of teams didn't really have like big sort of, you know, 4,000 yards doesn't seem like a lot anymore, but it's, it's taken them like over 20 years. I think, I think it was, was it C or it was Jeff Garcia or something was the, was the previous guy. So it wasn't even Montana or young or Steve young, Steve Young's I think maybe third or something. He did it like back in the early nineties, which he had over 4,000 yards, which is like another crazy thing to think about. Yeah. Uh, it's just a weird like thing that like, notes like some of these records on some of these teams are like passing yards. I mean, obviously they're going to get broken now because the, you know, because of the, the way the game is played and passing yards. And you stuff can't like tackle people anymore is the new rule. Did you hear that? I don't, yeah, well, I don't think people know how to tackle anymore. Anyway. Like you can't do a hip drop. I'm like, oh, you can't tackle. So I saw, uh, you, you there was a, I actually, helmet I, helmet. I, I you can't to the, hang on them. You can't, ta- like, what do you do? I, I listened, it was the Seattle Sports Radio and, and, and um, they were interviewing Pete, Pete Carroll after the game. And uh, he was like, he kind of blames it on sort of like Pro Bowl where like nobody really tackles and he thinks that it's kind of gone it's kind of leaked into the regular season where players just kind of are like, they don't play through the whistle anymore. Right. Like if you like perfectly, the, the 
perfect uh, thing of, of with Seattle played Pittsburgh is that there was like these big pileups of players, and then like the Seattle players stopped sort of playing because they thought they were going to blow the whistle. Yeah, it's like nope, we're still going. Yeah, they scored twice like that where they pushed them five yards into the end zone, scored, t- and it was like I, I was like, oh, you know what? That kind of makes sense to me. Is that mentality of like just sort of like okay, the play's dead and over with, but there's no whistle yet. Yeah. Uh, all right. The game's being ruined in the, in the 49ers Rams plus four and a half in San Francisco. Neither team is playing their starters basically. So the Rams are in the Rams are already in Uh, Stafford's out. I think it's, Oh God, who is it? It's Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Nice. From whence they came against Darnold. (laughs) I'm going to go with Darnold on this one at home. Because yeah. I, I think there's going to be a con- quarterback controversy at some point. Ooh, I think with Darnold, Darnold and Purdy? I think no. Darnold's better than Purdy. No, I think you got to let that go. Deep cut. I think you got to let that go. Uh, Kudos to me for choosing the Rams to make the playoffs. The only person on earth. Now, that yep. being said, I chose Baltimore not to make the playoffs, so it's kind of a wash. But it was a bowl. Everyone had the Rams as like, will McVay retire? They're going to suck. And, uh, and I was right. So, and that's all that matters in the modern media is what you say that's right, not what you say that's wrong. Because uh, <laughs> you're Mr. Futures, too. Yeah, Tommy Futures over here. I'm a future I got the Rams, I, I got the Rams plus 3,000 to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. Dallas, minus 13 in Washington. Does Ron Rivera go out as a loser? Yes. Washington's tanking, and I think Dallas needs us to like get like a two seed or some bullshit. Yep. So yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath. Washington's trying to lose. They want Drake May or whoever the fuck. Somebody, anybody. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, last game of the C regular season. Buffalo minus three in Miami. And Chris, before you get to this one, we talked about this I think before, but we didn't get it last week though. Uh, Miami Dolphins quarterback uh, room. All the quarterbacks on the on the team currently have like a gift exchange. They invited Dan Marino into the gift exchange for Christmas. Oh yeah. So they all gave gifts and stuff, right? And then it was, and so they all hand them out, whatever it was like wine and blah, blah, blah. I think Tua got everybody like golf clubs, like a whole set of golf clubs or something for everybody. So they could all play golf together. Dan Marino's turn. He steps up, hands everybody a pair of isotoner gloves. <laughs> take care of the hands that take care of you. Like this man is like, nope. I'm just giving you free gloves that have in my garage. I'm not spending a dime on all, on all you motherfuckers. Dan Marino doesn't need to give anybody anything. Those isotoners are probably worth their weight in gold. A Dan Marino isotoner, if he autographs it, it's worth more than anything those other people gave each other. He probably doesn't even autograph them. He should have. Yeah, he has a lifetime. Apparently, he has a lifetime supply of them. Well, I don't he, even know if they still make isotoners. I I don't know either. But if they if they're if they're vintage. From like 82, and he pulled them out of a fucking storage unit and handed them out there. That's amazing. That's that is amazing because he's just like, nope, I'm just you're just getting you get older, you got to start conserving your money, you know? Yeah, like don't yeah. be out there trying to like out Rolex these dudes who are making way more than you did in, in one season than you did in your entire career. Absolutely. Also, it might be the curse of the isotoners. The, the dolphins seem snake bitten. Uh, they're chub, a guy Never that's good, injured. it got injured. Uh, Tyreek Hill's house just burnt down. Yeah, and he's in a walking boot. So I don't Buffalo. So I think this is going to be like if Buffalo wins, they're in. If they don't, then the Steelers are in. So Buffalo will definitely win. So give me Buffalo minus. Yeah, I think you just got to as much as I'm rooting for Miami. I want them to win their division. 
It's been a long time. I but I think Buffalo. Uh, I think they win on this one too. Yeah, I was wrong about Buffalo too. I was right for the first part of the season. Then I was wrong the second part they, of the season. They, uh, you got to give them credit. They made an adjustment. They fired a coach, and they seem to be back on track. Yeah, everybody gave uh, them a hard time for firing their coach, and now they're not eating crow on that. And mm-hmm. so I will remind everyone in the media that they did that. Pat McAfee, come after you. Uh, all right, that wraps it up. First show of 2024. Thank you, dear listener. Feels so good to start so small. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>